0: Today, on the Bill Kelly Show, on 900 CHML. It's Friday, it's 1135, and that means Tech Talk. Uh, Adam Oldfield, the President and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing is with us. Uh, we are brought to you by...
1: Vacuum Man Furnace and Duck Cleaner. And
0: have you got a story about that? Boy, but before have- But before we get to that one, <laughs> yes. last week on the program, yep, yep, uh, we- you complained about your thermostat. And you, you told us a cute little story about how your dad, who of course started the Vacuum Man business many, right. many years ago, uh, explained and walked you through it and said, you know, these new confounded things, these new <laughs> technologies, and you got this old what, dollar and a half thing from Canadian Tire. That's right. But you kind of slagged the company that, that, that
1: made the, okay. The, uh, yeah. Uh, how long after the show was over, did they get a hold of you? In 15 minutes after we did our show last week, yes, I, I had the company reach out to me through uh, Facebook and YouTube, and uh, they did want to fix the situation. They did want to fix it. They did want to resolve it. So with that, I have to say, it's it wasn't, a- wasn't, on on deaf ears, they actually did reach out. The right power away. of radio. The power of radio, and they they were right on top of it. So anyway, I appreciate I appreciate them wanting to jump on this and try to help. Yes.
0: All right. Now you have an air conditioning story. A uh, vacuum man, of course, does duct cleaning and all this other sort of That's stuff. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, you are living proof that it's needed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm living proof that it ne- it's needed, and in so many ways, we had an interesting. Obviously, you know what this time of year is always crazy because it's it's busy for all heating and cooling industries. Well, I it, mean. It, th- the oppressive heat Right, the temperature And it's going to get hot As we know And today it's fairly good But this past week It was quite hot And I mm. hear this water dripping And I This I, is in your office This is in my office area And I hear It sounds like Someone took a bucket And was pouring it And I'm thinking What does that sound I go check In the furnace Based on last week's uh, experience yeah. uh, When I open the door I see water coming out Of the bottom of the furnace Call my dad Obviously the expert In the industry I tell him I go Dad, you know The, the furnace is, is, is uh, I don't know where The water is coming from He says uh, Well, it's You got a blocked A-coil. It's the AC coil. Just, just open it up and clean it. And I said, "What? Well, I don't know how to do that. He goes, well, you own Vacuum Man Duck Cleaning. You do it. You figure it out. Anyway, he walked me through it. God bless my father. And uh, so sure enough, what happens is, and we were just talking about your situation, to make sure you clean, you got to change your filters. You got to. Clean them. And this case was the same. It just got plugged over, you know, over a period of time. If you don't clean it properly, thank goodness I had access to a duck cleaning company to come in and help me. Thank you, Vacuum Man. At the end, they, we managed to clean all the stuff. Sludge and everything that just gets—it's just uh, you know condensation and over time it just gets plugged in the holes. And what happened was the drainage that was coming out of the AC coil got plugged, and the water will find a way to go somewhere. And sure enough, it came came through the bottom of the furnace.
0: Well, and I mean the lesson learned here is that uh, if you don't do that sort of thing, cleaning the ducts or cleaning filters and things of like that—which is one of the stuff you guys do with the with vacuum right. man—I uh, mean, one of the, the scenarios is your furnace will be less efficient, which means your heating bills or your your cooling bills. Your electricity bills are going to go up And, and right. it doesn't have to happen the, the worst case scenario is what you just said The, the unit breaks down
1: Yeah, it breaks down and, and Or it could cause even bigger de- I mean, the, the bad news was And I was very fortunate If it continued and I didn't catch it in time The circuit board This is water and electronics Hello, Tech Talk uh, This is one thing you don't want to have So it's very important to maintain and, and obviously take care of your furnace In this case, my, this was the FPM marketing office That uh, I'm going to give them the kudos Of it's okay, but you still need to maintain uh, we also do uh, vacuum and commercial units and it's important whether it's commercial or residential you want to make sure you get them checked
0: all right now let's get back to some of that new technology that you slagged last week no. <laughs> no doorbells I mean this this is this is a big thing everybody's getting into this stuff now
1: well we talk we've seen a lot of door locks I'm, I'm right into the door and we've talked about them with Bluetooth key locks and we talked about keypads and so forth this one is called Fido nothing unique and not the cell company that we know very yeah. well in Canada anyway there's a door it's like a doorknob but it's a door lock and what it does is on the end where you would normally push on the door handle you can push the lock in in this case you can now activate your thumbprint and it will now recognize your biometric ability to unlock the door uh, it comes with a one-year battery inside tr- just AAA batteries inside the door jam uh, and this product is like a smart lock that allows you to use your fingerprint what's great about that is that it's also controlled with an app so you know every time the door is open so in my case I'm I've actually called the owner I'm gonna be getting one from my office and I'm gonna register it to individuals so I don't have to have a key all the time Mm -hmm. but it's probably more useful for internal doors I can uh, uh, attest that there'll be a lot of teenagers going I want that for my from my door so my parents can't put their fingerprint on it and I can activate it it tells how long the door has been open it says when it was open so you get a little bit of a security feature with it as well as and in addition to that what biometric uh, uh, signature allowed the Door to open. So this is great in regards to when you know uh, uh, the family members home or your children are coming home, the babysitters there, or what room they're going into. You can be able to uh, activate and know when someone's going into your going into a door, for that matter.
0: Now, does the app work uh, on the do- on the lock itself?
1: Yes. the do- The app works very similar, where you can lock out individuals. Okay. You can actually control when the fingerprints can work and turn yeah. off. So that's what I mean. It's got the sequence that you can be able to uh, register a fingerprint and then give it a time sequence I thought it was great for the case of offices or in my office that time where someone may need to have access I can give temporary access yeah. to get in and get out so it's called Fido it's a new smart lock door handle and it's going to be coming it's very very new it's just coming out so I thought that was kind of cool to start off which
0: reminds me of a segment you got I guess about a year or so ago you talked about fingerprint recognition yes. uh, fingerprints can change uh, if, yeah. if first of all if your finger's wet it won't work <laughs> that's right no, yes. like if you're sweaty you know, and yeah, on a day yep. like this and then cold weather your, your skin can tracks. That's right, and it, it may not recognize. You, you say, "Hey, well, come on! It's supposed to be on my right thumb." That's no, right. it might not work. That's you right. You got to warm your front, your thumb up first.
1: Well, you know what? It's funny. It, again, duct cleaning, you do you do actually score your fingerprints in that cases. In fact, if you ever saw my father's hands, they look like he has no fingerprints. I mean, he's had his day in the wind, as he calls war wounds, and you can actually remove, yeah, damage your and change your fingerprint in a lot of cases. So it's always good to make sure you double check and reactivate your fingerprint.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, tell me about uh, Luminal.
1: Luma watch. Okay, so this is really, let me try to describe this, because years ago, when we were just starting out with the BlackBerry was still number one, I, they had this prototype video, and it was going around showing this watch of the future, and it was a band, and what it did was it sort of displayed this visual uh, on your forearm. So imagine your watch had a little video camera or a, a projector, and the projector would project on your arm, and it was very much a, it was 100% fake, but it was indicating what the future could be. Anyway, there's a new watch called Luma Watch, and this is actually a fully functional Android device. And what it does is it uses 30 square centimeters of your arm, okay, that you can slide your finger along your arm hair and make it slide open, turn open the or turn on the uh, uh, the the watch. Uh, it will allow. It basically makes that little watch face give you about an extra 30 square foot of centimeters to be able to work with. So it projects the watch's screen. So emails can be read. You'll be able to uh, uh, monitor even YouTube. Right now, it's not obviously the greatest because it's a projector. And if you remember how projectors work in the sunshine, it's going to be very difficult yeah. to see. So what's neat about it is that it will be great in dark places, but I'm sure it's going to have a great advancement in the next, I would say, next three to five years. Um, it's a forearm projected watch, smart watch, if I may say so. So you could only need your finger, and if you're very sensitive to tickles, um, then it's probably not the watch for you, but I'm going to absolutely love it, because I'm just going to be able to tickle my arm all day long.
0: Excellent. Uh, and when you get boys, of course, you'll bring it in here, word on the show, <laughs> and, and people that are watching this on Facebook can get a shout out it then. Uh, I like this idea here, smart seatbelts.
1: You know what's interesting? It didn't come out until now. Yeah. Ford, congratulations. The Ford Ranger, I mean, since I was a kid, I think it's almost half. It. i don't even think about it i just grab the seatbelt click it in that's what you do and and even still it's like you don't take off your seatbelt well i guess maybe this is losing a little bit of a uh, luster or the you know the whole seatbelt campaign maybe isn't as aggressive but uh the ford ranger just announced that in their new vehicles and all fords coming out but the ford ranger first it will notify it's got a couple sensors one when someone's sitting in the seat, we've seen that in you know some luxury cars. Yeah, my my car has that. It starts dinging if I, if you if don't I put, put, put your a weight on.
0: like a heavy bag or groceries or something. Right, it, 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 it's going ding ding ding. Now there's
1: nobody sitting there. Would you stop that?
0: <laughs> so I got to take it off and put right. it in the back of the exactly. car. Exactly.
1: So that sensor still exists, except for this one's a little smarter. It will actually be able to detect when someone's sitting in the chair, and it works in all the seats. Plus, it mine dings as well, except it, it just says seatbelt flashing. Yeah, and, you yeah. know you're kind of like oh okay is it back seat front seat who's who doesn't have their seatbelt on i mean my my kids i'm having that conversation like okay who's the, who doesn't got it this one actually pulls up seat five has disconnected their their seat belt so it's a it's a cool little feature and the new ford ranger as well as other fords in the future will actually notify specifically when a seat belt and whose seatbelt has been unlocked what's going on with amazon Well, we know Amazon Prime's coming up next week, and I'll speak about that a little bit more, Prime Day specifically, and Taylor Swift is going to be doing a concert live streaming. Um, But Amazon, this is huge news. I I mean, I'm surprised I haven't heard this bigger than anywhere else. Amazon has just become the largest shipping, the largest, like when I say largest shipping and mailing house in all of the United States right now, bigger than the United States Postal Service. I mean, when you get that big that a company delivers more mail and packages than the United States Postal Service, uh, by the way, which comes number two, uh, um, and they serve 31% of the mailed packages. So just as an FYI, the U.S. Postal Service technically is mailing and delivering packages and mail on behalf of Amazon. Um, it's now 30% of Amazon's uh, uh, revenue, or, or the customer is Amazon. 30% of, of the United States Postal Service is Amazon, followed by UPS, then by th- uh, FedEx. And I just was blown away that this is the first time Time ever, a company ships more mail and packages than the government. So, uh, yay to Amazon for having that many. That many. That's a lot of packages. It's Bill. a lot of packages. Like I mean, really, to become bigger than the than the whole federal mail system as a private company. So that, in case of that, I thought was quite amazing. And I'd be interested to see that. And, and we're talking now. Amazon's got mailing. You can now send envelopes and mail through Amazon. They're actually they're vast and they may be undercutting the United <laughs> States Postal Service. There's talks that they're going to be able to deliver for free one day if you're a Prime member. An envelope, I can mail you a letter for free if I'm a Prime member. That's going to be something we'll talk about in the future as well, I hear more about it.
0: Well, Canada Post is uh, better watch. Yeah, it. they better be careful. Uh, this next story, actually, I was uh, on Alex Pearson's uh, show yeah. on Point last night talking about this. Uh, with, uh, we do our weekly bit there, Michael Tobin, and, yeah. and, and, uh, and me and Alex. Uh, and this is what Toronto City
1: Council, and this is kind of frightening. <laughs> yeah, it is. Extremely. And you know what? Here's the part which I wanted to bring up in regards to the cyber attacks in municipalities. It was in 2016. God bless our OPP because they actually told municipalities across the province there is going to be a massive cyber attack be prepared you need to get your your ducks in order ducks get it vacuum duck and you need to get your your systems in check and you need to get the proper security this was years ago They made this announcement. Since then, Wasaga Beach, I think Stratford, uh, you know, small communities. You can maybe kind of look at it. Collingwood. Collingwood, thank you. And Meaford, if you will. All these cities, I appreciate. They don't have the resources maybe capable. But the city of Toronto got hit. And as you probably spoke with Alex about that, what is the main issue here? The main issue, I look at this, is that this is – and this goes not even without the city of Toronto uh, being aware – People do not click on an email that you don't know. If you get an email that says from RBC and transfer, if you get you got, there has to be proper training. I think for a lot of people, I, I had to go through it at Mohawk. They now Mohawk College, but that should be it. Should be absolutely part of the protocol. I mean, here of course, courses are I see coming, of
0: course, uh, we get m- reminders about this stuff all the time, and you That's know, right. and, and from corporate, hey, follow this, and here's this program. Uh, don't be silly and do this, but
1: people still do it. They do, and and the interesting side is that there is we are now in the day and age where we have so many systems reliant, obviously, on computers. How many times you and I have spoke about you know data security and millions of users? I mean, Desjardins just had all of their banking information getting hacked, and and what information was that? That was only a few uh, weeks ago, and that was millions of Canadians, financial information. This is the best form of how a hacker, these, I mean, it's death, taxes, and cyber attacks. Those are the new three things you can guarantee are going to happen in our lifetime. So I think there needs to be a little more, uh, uh, I would say, focus on it. And I really, I think everyone looks at it and goes, oh, it's working. It's not a big deal. And the reality is, uh, a lot of our municipalities aren't as advanced as the private sector. I think I, I talked about my agency at FPM. We basically went paperless in 2015. I've got a redundant backup system. And I laugh when I hear that a computer has been hacked and they're going to say, I'm going to encrypt your computer. I'm going to be like, no, you're not. <laughs> this will be the best. I'll be in the library in 10 minutes and you're you, you going to lose. Everybody should be in the same position, especially municipalities the size of Toronto.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, Mayor Tory, John Tory, says, "Look, at, you know, no, no sensitive material was taken. Yeah, this time." This time, yes. Yeah, but the fact that they've done it now is just going to embolden these guys.
1: But you see, the part that I have a problem with that comment is the fact it's not what they took. It's not. It's not a matter of what they, they don't want the information. It's what they don't let you have. Yeah. What they're curi- what they want is they don't care about how many users paid their waste management bill. They don't care about that. What they're going to be knowing is you need it as a city. We're not sharing it. We know we're going to encrypt it and make it so expensive for you to try and. You know, they have backups, absolutely. But the cost of labor, the cost of time. And further, the damage while it's sitting there waiting to be repaired is where these hackers are going to get a, get an upper hand on it. I think the biggest question that I face, or I like the challenge, is I wonder if the city of Hamilton is advanced because <clears throat> I've happened to be there a few times and I know they're still using in some ad- inadequate systems. It's Hamilton, London, many cities still need to update and it's a big, big concern.
0: Uh, we only got about 30, 40 seconds left here. But I want to talk about the, uh, the latest incarnation of photo radar out on the west coast.
1: Yeah, British Columbia, and get ready, Ontario, it's going to be coming, but British Columbia has run their uh, their pilot project right now, similar to photo uh, uh, where you kind of red light cameras. Now there's going to be mobile radar camera. You won't get an actual points off your license, but there's going to be mobile radar where you can be caught in a, in city Hamilton just announced, I think, 40 kilometers an hour, right? Yeah. In yeah. Small, this is coming to Hamilton. If you, They don't need police officers. It's so advanced that it will take a very similar, a photo of your license plate, the speed you're at, the time you did it and you will be getting a ticket in the mail now this is in British Columbia I hear there's a big outcry they're going to be fighting against it I really don't see that happening I think this is going to be something we have to accept across the country Ontario you'll be next we'll be having a uh, mobile radar where you will get a ticket in the mail showing you did 55 in a 40 zone here's your 50 dollar uh, uh ticket and then you have to plead in a it's actually forward.
0: 95 dollars
1: for, for 15 over now yeah, okay think, well yeah. I'm just making up numbers that's uh, one
0: of the new things too from the uh, the provincial legislation oh, good.
1: Good news on that. Yay, technology.
0: Well, uh, you can go back to the office now because the air conditioning is working. Yes, it's unplugged. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> uh, we do this every Friday. Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Bill. Brought to you by Man. by the way.
1: The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.